Numbers chapter 23, verse number 21. If you have it, say amen. Amen, amen. He hath not beheld iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. Everybody say this with me. And the shout of a king is among them. Think about that for just a moment. And the shout of a king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. He has, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. Surely there is no enchantment against Jacob, neither is there any divination against Israel according to this time. It shall be said of Jacob and of Israel, what hath God wrought? You don't have to turn here with me, but I'm going to read it tonight. Psalms chapter 22, verse number 3. But thou art holy, O thou inhabitest. The presence of God come into this room when you begin to lift him up tonight. Before we get into the word of the Lord, let's lift him up in prayer one more time. Lord, I love you. I give you honor. I give you glory. You are so great and so greatly to be praised. Anoint me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, God. Give me wisdom with the word that you have equipped me with, God, and confirm your word with signs following. We covet the best gift in this service here tonight, God. Heal somebody. Set somebody free. Deliver somebody, God. Do a work that only you can do in this house. For we know that you are truly able to do the exceeding abundantly and above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh. Somebody say in us. Amen. Before you're seated, would you clap your hands one more time? Now, would you mix that clap with a shout one more time and just worship him? I love you, Jesus. Fill this place with your glory, God. Baptize. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor before you're seated and shout, God can. Amen. 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 I'm going to preach to you on this subject, the shout among us. The shout among us. <clears throat> the war cry has been in pages of history from the biblical days of old. Not only is our Bible riddled with cries of war, but the blood-stained pages of history also. Unlike their Greek forebearers who drilled to music, ancient Roman soldiers typically marched in silence. But once they encountered the enemy, the soldiers would let out a unified cry to intimidate their foes. Soldiers in the late Roman army adopted many customs and habits of the Germanic tribes they fought, including a battle cry they called the Bartis. would put their shields in front of their mouth in order to make the voice swell fuller and deeper as it echoed back. According to the historians, the goal of Bartis was to kindle courage in the Roman soldier's heart while also striking fear in those who were their enemies. Confederate soldiers in the American Civil War developed a uniquely terrifying battle cry. This battle cry was called the Rebel Yell. One Union soldier said it would send a peculiar corkscrew sensation that went up your spine when you heard it. And if you claim you heard it and you weren't scared, that means you never really heard it. The Mongols of the 13th century were reported to have yelled uh, something as it were a more bent and scared amen when they charged into battle. During the first crusade, Christian soldiers would shout Deus Volt, meaning God 
wills it as they fought the Muslims for control of the Holy Land, reminding themselves why they were fighting. Perhaps the most famous Indian battle cry comes from the Lakota during the Great War of 1876. Lakota war chief Crazy Horse is said to have exhorted his warriors to fight the U.S. Army by exclaiming, Today is a good day to die. Many people wrongly translated this into that is what the historian says because he would say it more sounded like this, let's roll, today is a good day to die. That would scare the mess out of me. Christian Iberia soldiers who fought the Muslims during the Reconista before and during battle, the soldiers would shout, Desparta Pharaoh, meaning awaken the iron while striking their swords and lances on stones to create a cascade of sparks as they charged into battle. I could continue on and on throughout history bringing examples of of famous war cries that armies used before they charged into battle. It was no doubt that when the enemy would hear this cry of war just a little bit, this screech of desperation that would echo through to be the soon blood-stained valleys would strike fear into the heart of the listeners. And when you look throughout scripture, you find cries of war as well. And these cries of war, God would honor. Men like Gideon in Judges 7, it was at the epic moment when they were outnumbered. They started with a great army of nearly 22,000, and before God was done with them, he had whittled it down to 300 men, but these 300 men believed victory is possible through God. With the vision given to the enemy that they would be destroyed, at the sound of one victorious shout, they engaged the Almighty, and he struck fear into their enemies. The Bible said in Judges chapter 7 and verse number 20, And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their hands and in their trumpets in their right hand to blow with everything. And they cried, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood, every man in his place, round about the camp. And the host or the enemy cry or shout of a king, they said, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. We have to understand something here tonight. That it's not necessarily the power of their voices that was so mighty. But it was who their voices got involved. We find more of these powerful cries of war. Probably one of the most famous was in Joshua 6 when the children of Israel were to march seven days around the walls of Jericho. Seven days, six days in silence. On the seventh day, six times in silence. But on that seventh time, the Bible says they were to shout with a great shout. And when that shout was released, they got God involved on their behalf. We have to understand something here tonight. That when a child of God raises...
raises their voice. It is not necessarily that our voice has so much power, but when we raise our voices, we get God involved on our behalf. Do you believe that here tonight? We see in Numbers chapter 23 that Balak tried to get Balaam to proclaim curses over the children of Israel through three attempts, making seven altars. And on each altar, one bullock and one lamb would be sacrificed. The Bible said that he would retreat up into a a, a place of seclusion and God would put a word in his mouth. And he was hired to pronounce curses. But the prophet for hire said, I will only say what God tells me to say and every time that he tried to get a curse he would come back with a blessing for the people of God 2020 has been a year where it seems like uh, there have been curse after curse after curse and every time the enemy has tried to hire somebody to send a curse uh, over God's people it seems that the moment it left the mouth uh, it was shifted into a blessing uh, on behalf of the people of God. God has turned everything out for our good. Uh, God has made everything work. The Bible says that that he had beheld no iniquity in Jacob, neither hath he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him. And watch what he says in Numbers 23 and 21. And the shout of a king is among them. You see, he tried to get a curse for the people. He tried to inflict pain upon the people. He tried to come and cripple the people of God. But every time he went up to get something negative, he came back with something positive. And then finally that prophet looked at the king and said, you've got to understand something. These people that you are out to get, if they ever get a realization that they are one shadow." they are one shot away from getting God involved it placed there it seems out of place like it belongs in a different chapter in a different book but what he was trying to tell that wicked king is these are God's people and they have a king that has never lost a battle they have a king that is all powerful and if they would ever just lift their voices everything you're trying to do will fall by the wayside because a shout of a king is among them. Oh. He writes on and he says they've got the strength of a unicorn about them. Now, I'm like, what in the world? There's unicorns in the Bible. It's not talking about the pretty white horse with the rainbow horn at the edge of the rainbow. When they wrote that, it was encompassing the most powerful beast that they could think of at that moment. Either a rhino or an oxen is really what it was referencing. He said, the strongest thing that you can imagine is one shot away from being engaged. He said, and he shall eat up the nations, his enemies, and shall break their bones and pierce them through with his arrows. He is a crouched lion. He lay down as a lion 
and as a great lion watch who shall stir him up who in the world is going to keep messing with God's people until they say enough is enough they begin to sing that song. I'll sing a little louder. I'll shout a little louder. I'll roar a little louder. That is waiting on you to put your voice in the atmosphere. Your one shout away. Your one Holy Ghost praise away from getting the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending involved on your behalf. I feel a little praise coming over me tonight when they begin to sing. I felt a little Holy Ghost praise coming over me. I've got good news for God's people. If you're fed up with getting picked on, you're fed up with the enemy's advances, you ought to lift your voice and get God involved. You're one shot away. You're one shot away. You're one shot away. And if the king ever shows up, he's never seen a battle he cannot win so I'll sing a little louder I'll shout a little loft if God oh come on lift your voices and shout unto the Lord hallelujah Come on, clap your hands and rejoice. Don't stop now. Don't hold back now. Don't let up now. Bro, I feel like I've been a punching bag for the enemy this year. Beat up from the floor up. Tore up from the floor up. I walked in little, with a little bit of a limp. Little broken. Little weary and well doing. A little tired in my struggle. A little tired in my fight. A little tired in what I've been going through. A little tired in my mental fatigue. A little, but God said, a shout of a king is among them. And if they would ever just let me get involved, if you would ever turn God loose, if you would ever let go and let God, he's one shout, one real, take it all, Jesus, shout away. Come on, you ought to shake hell. And better than that, get God involved. You ought to shake every demon. You ought to shake every prince. You ought to tear down. I'll sing a little louder. I'll roar a little louder. I'll shout a little louder. But I'm not leaving here until God gets involved. Uh, 
You ought to praise for about 30 more seconds. You ought to shout for about 30 more seconds. You ought to give God a praise. Go. Take your coat off. Mess your hair up. Loosen that tie just a little bit. And let hell know I'm here to get God involved. I'm here to get God Shout until you feel it release. Shout until you feel like you're coming out. Praise until you feel like it lets go of your family. Shout until you feel like the Holy Ghost shows up. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And if you can ever get the liberty of the Lord, there is nothing that can withstand. There is nothing that can stand the presence of Almighty God. This ain't my service, and I don't have an issue with you stopping me. When you're ready for God to show up in your life, you just let go and let God. I'll just keep preaching, or I'll lay the mic down and join you. Stay standing, 1 Samuel chapter 4. So the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring forth thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord, which dwelleth between the cherubims of the two sons, Eli, Hophni, and Phinehas, where the ark of the covenant of God. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, when all Israel shouted, thank you, Brother Scott, with a great shout. Watch this. They literally made the earth roast shout. Ring this place again. There's a God that'll shake this earth. There's a God. Come on, somebody. Watch what the enemies. They said, what meaneth this noise of this of God was among them. They perceived, stood. Oh, they got God involved. What are we going to do now? Do you know what a broken home in Palm Bay needs? The earth to ring again. You know what every drug addict, every alcoholic, every wife abuser, every broke, busted, and disgusted individual that is lost in this world, they need God's people to ring the earth with a shout that says, God is at East Wind Pentecostal Church. They'll understand the glory is in that house you uh, where you don't worry what you look like uh, where you don't worry what you sound like away the children of Israel had to shout with a great shout they had to 
give it everything they had. And then the wash out. Not a patty cake, normal shout. But the kind of shout <laughs> with fighting that same fight. You see, my grandpa was the greatest praiser I've ever known in my life. And he ain't as strong as he used to be. So now grandpa will just get his handkerchief out and duck all over the church. We need to lay everything aside tonight. And if you're ready to get God involved, a real shout, a Holy Ghost shout, the kind of shout where the kind of shout like Paul and Silas that shakes every prison cell, that breaks every that breaks every chain, that opens every door within you. You ought to tell your neighbor, I'm gonna need a little room for this one. You ought to get up out of your chair and say, I can't do what I need to do in my aisle. You may have to take your coat off. You may have to take your coat off. You may have to loosen your tie up. You may have to leave your purse at the pew. I, I, I wish we could have an old fashioned kind of service where the ladies shout their bobby pins out and the men start holy rolling. We get a few aisle runners. Come on, it feels like Sunday night. You ain't wanna shout like you've never shouted. You wanna rejoice like you've never rejoiced. Every young man, you ought to be aisle running, tongue talking, holy road. started with them thinking they were drunk and watch Peter didn't deny that they were drunk he just said they're not drunk as you suppose he didn't say they weren't drunk they weren't drunk on the new wine they were drunk on the Holy Ghost we need to get back to where you get so caught up Come on, somebody. You want freedom? You need to let go of yourself and get God in the Three, we're gonna do like they did in First Samuel.
and we're all going to shout. If you don't have the strength to do it like you used to do it, if you got a handkerchief or something around you, you can just let heaven know, I may not be able to do it like I used to do it, but I'm a part of this shout. Young men, you were called the men of war in the Old Testament. It was your job to carry the sword and the shield into battle because you could wield it longer than others could. So don't just stand there and expect somebody to get your battle won for you. Those days are over. Young ladies, you have a power on you that you cannot imagine. You can pray and you can prophesy because of what's untouched on your head. You've got an authority upon you. Just as the cherubs cover the glory in the Old Testament, you can cover what falls in this room, ladies. But men, you were called to carry the Ark of the Covenant. And men identify as not emotional creatures. Let me see your football team lose and then tell me you're not emotional. Let Tiger go plus four on Sunday and then see if you're not emotional. How do we expect the women to cover what we won't carry? We want the glory to fall, but we don't want to put it on our shoulders and carry it. So in just a few moments, men and women alike, the women are going to cover and the men are going to carry. And the glory is going to fill the house. Young men, if you got to move from your friends so that you're not peer pressured into being a statue, then move. Young ladies, if you got to move from your friends so you're not peer pressured into being a statue, then move. Sir, ma'am, you ought to shout and show these young people how it's done. Because they need a teacher in the house. All Israel shouted with a great shout. On the count of three, they're going to sing and we're going to shout. And when the praise is released, he inhabits the praises of his people. And that king is going to show up right amongst you. And when the king shows up, where the stand, uh, the liberty of the Almighty God. Are you ready? Are you ready, singers? When I say in Jesus' name, you let it go. One, two, you better be ready. Three, in Jesus' name, I gotta pray.
Say, if you're not ashamed to praise the Lord, let me see you shout for joy. Let me not ashamed to praise the Lord. Let me hear you shout for joy. Come on. If you're not ashamed to praise the Lord, come on. Let me hear you shout for joy. Yeah. If you're not ashamed to praise the Lord, we're going to praise your name, God. Say praise him, praise him, praise him. doesn't have to be very loud but just give God a praise from deep down me come on hallelujah hallelujah I give you my praise I give you my praise I lay my praise at your feet hey come on that's it there is a freedom and a liberty in this house you ought to test your freedom for just a moment. You ought to feel the chains have come off of you. You ought to feel the mental fatigue has lifted. And you ought to let God have a prayer. right now there is a liberty in the Holy Ghost in this room right now your praise has brought him into this room I'm telling you the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is here there is a sweet anointing in this place it's here to break every yoke it's here to tear down every stronghold come on some of y'all just need to test your liberty out just a little bit. Some of y'all just need to move just a little bit and feel it come off of you and feel it's lifted off of you. Come on, you're gonna go home and your family is gonna feel a little different. Your house atmosphere is gonna feel a little different. Don't stop. I know it seems like I'm just pushing you to push you, but some of you.
test your freedom. Some of y'all need to test what God has given you in this room. Some of y'all need to try out. You come in here bound and you're free. You come in here hurting and you're healed. You come in here depressed and you're loose. But you sunk in tears, you will reap in joy, turning your morning into dancing. What you sunk in tears, you will reap in joy, turning your morning into dancing. What you sunk in tears, you will reap in joy, turning your morning into dancing. What you sunk in tears, you will reap in joy. Oh!